What is the difference between letting people go and giving up on people? There is a difference between letting someone go and giving up on them. And I think that as we examine the story, we can see there's a difference there. You are listening to the Hope Valley Podcast, a weekly production of Hope Valley Church in Winchester, Virginia, with your host, Pastor Sam Rogers. Well, hello, and welcome to Sunday Morning with Hope Valley Church. I'm Pastor Sam. I'm the lead pastor here at Hope Valley, and uh, today we are continuing in our study uh, through the book of Acts. We're actually starting up in uh, Acts chapter 14 uh, today. So uh, before we launch in, let me just get you caught up with where we're at, a little refresher, uh, just so you, you recall where we're at so far in uh, the book of Acts and just what's been going on. Uh, you know, uh, we saw at the beginning of Acts chapter 13 uh, that Paul and Barnabas were sent on their first missionary journey. Uh, they had they had first uh, sailed to Cyprus, which is you know island there in the Mediterranean. Uh, they had preached really straight across the island. Uh, and then when they got to the other side, they sailed to uh, the southern part of what is modern-day uh, Turkey. And uh, Paul and Barnabas had been uh, then expelled from Pisidian Antioch, which is modern-day Yalvik, Turkey. Um, and uh, and they, had, they had preached there. Um, uh, they, had, they had really had a large following of people that were beginning to receive the message. Uh, but the Jews got jealous of how many Gentiles were coming out to hear uh, the word of the Lord that Paul and Barnabas were preaching. And so the Jews had stirred up opposition and they expelled them from Pisidian Antioch. And so um, we've seen that Paul and Barnabas, and this is something for us to just latch on for today, right? We've seen that Paul and Barnabas were operating on what they knew were the clear directions of God. Uh, their assignment was really straightforward. Travel the world and share the gospel uh, with Gentiles. And so uh, we see them really being faithful to this. And so they've been expelled from Pisidian Antioch. And when we last saw them, they were heading for Iconium. And this is another uh, town in modern-day Turkey. Uh, it's currently the town of Konya in Turkey, right? Uh, for those of you who like to uh, connect uh, the story of Acts with modern-day geography, it can be, can be fun. So they were in Pisidian Antioch. They were expelled there after the Jews got jealous of the Gentiles hearing uh, the gospel. And so they go, okay, and they shook off the dust from their feet, just like Jesus had told them to do, and they kept going. And they moved on to Iconium, and that's where we're going to pick them up uh, today. So uh, as we start here, we're going to read uh, Acts chapter 14, verse 1 through 7. Uh, and as we read through this passage, uh, the question I want you to have in your mind is, how do you handle resistance to the gospel? Okay, so as we read this passage, think about that question. How do you handle resistance to the gospel? All right. Uh, and so it says here in verse uh, 1, it says, In Iconium they entered the Jewish synagogue, as usual, and spoke in such a way that a great number of both Jews and Gentiles believed. But the unbelieving Jews stirred up the Gentiles and poisoned their minds against the brothers. So they stayed there a long time and spoke boldly for the Lord, who testified to the message of his grace by enabling them to do signs and wonders. But the people of the city were divided, some siding with the Jews and others with the apostles. And when an attempt was made by both the Gentiles and Jews with their rulers to mistreat and stone them, they found out about it and fled to the uh, Lyconian towns of Lystra and Derbe uh, and to the surrounding countryside. 
And there they continued preaching the gospel. All right, so we're going to take a moment and we're going to now break down what we saw there in just those short uh, seven verses. Uh, because once again, Paul and Barnabas encounter resistance from the Jews, right? Happens again. Uh, just like a hag in Pisidian Antioch, now they're in Iconium, same problem, right? Uh, at first, people believe, but unbelieving Jews begin to stir up resistance, uh, begin to stir up resistance to Paul and Barnabas. And we saw that in verse uh, 1 and 2. Uh, but part of, but unlike what happened with the Jewish people uh, in the previous town, Paul and Barnabas don't give up so easily on the Gentiles, right? Uh, it actually says here in verse 3 that they stay a long time and continue to press the message, right? Um, and this is interesting because in the previous, uh, in the previous town, in Pisidian Antioch, when the Jews had rejected or given resistance to the message, they said, okay, you judge yourself unworthy of the gospel, unworthy of eternal life, we're going to go to the Gentiles. And yet here, when the Gentiles really kind of respond a similar way, um, we see them fight harder to persuade uh, the Gentiles than they had uh, uh, for the Jews in Pisidian Antioch. And this is clearly because of their faithfulness to the assignment that God had given them, right? And I'm sure another factor would have been the fact they were seeing how the unbelieving Jews were stirring up the Gentiles against them. And so probably all those factors together, along with their understanding of their assignment, caused them to uh, continue to press the message and not give up quite so easily on the Gentiles. Um, but here's what's interesting. They still had a really hard time uh, persuading everyone, even despite performing miracles. Look here at verse 3. Uh, it said, The Lord testified to the message of His grace by enabling them to do signs and wonders. So they stay there in Iconium. They don't give up. They keep pressing the message. They keep arguing for the gospel, keep preaching. And God comes along and empowers them to do incredible miracles to further uh, validate the message that they were preaching. And yet people, it says in verse 4, the people of the, of the city were still divided, right? So think about this. The unbelieving Jews were so effective in, in persuading and arguing for the Gentiles to not listen to Paul and Barnabas. They still managed to discourage people from accepting the clear evidence of God's power and truth. So this is a hard situation that Paul and Barnabas are in, right? But in fact, Paul and Barnabas's persistence was so strong uh, that they only leave, they only leave the city uh, when their lives are threatened, um, right? And we saw this in verse 5 and 6. When an attempt was made by both the Gentiles and Jews to mistreat and stung them, they found the body and fled. And this actually really shows the strong devotion to the work that God had given them, right? Uh, because the only thing that pushed them and go, okay, fine, we're going to let these people go and continue on and continue preaching, is it literally, it wasn't until it got to the point where they were threatened with being stoned. And so uh, it wasn't, you, you have to remember, this is not just a threat to their own life, but it's a threat to the larger assignment, right? And so as they're looking at the big picture of what God's calling them to do, they're probably going, okay, we can't die in this town. We gave it our best. The Lord worked his miracles. They still won't believe. Let's just keep going, right? And so uh, their larger assignment meant they couldn't uh, stay there uh, once their lives have been threatened. But it still shows you how devoted they were to carrying out their assignment in that city, right? And we see that same heart because Paul and Barnabas, they keep traveling and they keep preaching. 
Uh, after, I mean, think about the last couple of areas they've been through and the resistance and the hardship that they faced. Uh, you know, they're expelled from Pisidian Antioch, they're in Iconium, they're fighting, uh, trying to get people to listen to them. The city's still divided even after all these miracles. Uh, and yet we don't see them go, you know what, maybe this whole missionary journey is a bust, let's go home. Uh, no, we see that they keep traveling, that they keep preaching. Uh, the resistance didn't stop them. We see that in verse 6 and 7. They just, they kept going, right? There were more cities and there were more people uh, waiting to hear the gospel. And so this is also a lesson to us in persistence and faithfulness to the gospel, right? Opposition, struggle, and apparent failure did not stop Paul and Barnabas. It didn't stop them. Um, and they were faithful to their assignment. Uh, no doubt their faithfulness was motivated by their love for God, but also for their desire to see other people saved, right? And so as we think about the assignment that God's giving us and uh, the importance of not giving up, I think that this, uh, the, these passages uh, here in verse 1 through 7 are not only encouragement, but also instructive for us on, on how to go about being faithful and continuing through, right? So I've got some questions for you that will help you kind of maybe dig into these ideas and, and explore the passage a little bit more, especially if you're in a group setting. These would be great questions for you to uh, discuss and talk through in your group. Uh, first question I have for you is, what stood out to you in this story? Okay, so as you're reading it, what stood out to you um, beyond you know just the things that I listed? Uh, what is the difference between letting people go and giving up on people? That's a great question for us to think about today, right? Um, there is a difference between letting someone go and giving up on them. And I think that as we examine the story and we look at Paul and Barnabas' behavior in Iconium, we can see there's a difference there, right? Because eventually they let people, they let the people go. But at the same time, we don't see them giving up on people, right? Um, what does it mean to be faithful? It's another question for us to think about and discuss today. What does it mean to be faithful? And why is faithfulness difficult? I think if you can answer the first one, we'll quickly have answers for the second part of that question, right? What does it mean to be faithful? And why is it so hard? <laughs> um, listen, kind of the encouragement I want to have for us today as we think through these things is that we need to be people that do not easily give up on the people that God is giving us to reach. When God's giving us assignment. And there is resistance. We don't want to give up too easily on people. And so think about those questions. Uh, and then a couple things I'd give you just to pray about and think about uh, today. Um, pray and ask the Lord to teach you faithfulness and empower you to be persistent. Okay. So ask for his spirit to not only teach you how to be faithful, but to also empower you to be persistent. Because faithfulness and persistence really go hand in hand. And so we need to learn faithfulness from the Lord and we need his spirit to empower us to endure and persevere and be persistent. So pray that way today. That's how I encourage you. And the devotional question I have for you is, uh, first, go reflect on 1 Thessalonians uh, chapter 2, verse 8 through 9. Go read that passage, reflect on that. And the question I have for you is, how can finding a deeper love for people empower greater endurance, persistence, and faithfulness? in your life.
And uh, every Wednesday, I write a, a longer devotional on the devotional question that we ask on Sunday. And you can find those at hopevalley.church/devo. You can go read those devotionals there. And we go into these a little bit more deeply and reflect a little bit more on them. Uh, but think about that question. How can finding deeper love for people empower greater endurance, persistence, and faithfulness in your life? Okay, uh, Because again, God is the one who teaches us these things because God is the one who is the originator of faithfulness and persistence and love, and he has perfected it, right? He is perfection for those things. And no one is more faithful than the Lord is, and no one is better equipped to teach us to be faithful than his spirit. And so let's pray that way. Let's reflect on that this week. And I hope that you'll continue with us as we uh, continue in the next lesson. Uh, In our study through the book of Acts, we'll be picking up in Acts chapter 14, verse 8. Uh, In the meantime, uh, be blessed and have a great day. We are so glad you have joined us today. To learn more about Hope Valley Church and get access to free resources, just go to www.hopevalley.church. Hope Valley is a church based in Winchester, Virginia that meets in homes around the region. So if you'd like to find out more about home churches, how they work, and how to locate one near you, just go to hopevalley.church house. Thanks again for joining us and may God bless you today.